Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 313. I'm Brando. I'm here with Reiner. We're going to continue the arc of perpetual hype by talking about backgrounds. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We're seconds after recording last week's episode, but it's today. But to everybody else, it's a brand new week. We're back to, I guess, I don't know if this is capping off the arc of perpetual hype, because we're not sure if hype season is going to continue over the next couple of weeks. It will. And we're going to talk more about that in a little bit. But before we get to any of the stuff we're going to talk about today, including backgrounds, we have to thank our official business, Daddy's Fusion Gaming Online.com, your source for all your gaming needs. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what, what voice that is, what accent and voice that is. I, I don't know. I just started hearing it coming out of me, and then it just came out of okay, me. Okay, you went with it. Yeah, just like that time yesterday when you got real sick from eating something, or that time every time I've ever eaten a taco. Yeah, I don't know what in God's name was wrong with me yesterday. So get up, I gets up, and I have protein shake, little snack mid morning. You know, was with the boy all day because preschool's done. Had some tuna and yogurt for lunch. Had some Tim Hortons because Canada. Came home feeling really sick. Got so sick, didn't throw up. Felt like I was going to throw up. Like, you know that feeling in your oh, throat yeah. right that's before the, you throw up? That's the worst part of throwing up. All the feeling day. you're going to do it, yeah. Right before you do it. Oh, yeah. And it never happening. It's oh. like I was edging myself. Uh, don't Google that. No. But throw up. Definitely don't Google that. No, de- no. And, and all day, all day, didn't eat, didn't eat, missed Chinese food with the family. Oh. And then the spring rolls got left out. Oh. And I'm not, normally, I would just eat them. But you don't want to. You don't risk it that, but that, at that point. I already mm. didn't feel very good this morning, and I didn't barely eat anything yesterday. Ooh. And when the spring rolls were out overnight, yeah. I just had a little bit of Gatorade, yeah. made a protein shake this morning. Feel good. Gonna plant some trees later. Aired on the side of caution. And yes. And if you have to poop while you're planting trees, you can just poop in the tree hole, Ooh. and then that tree is gonna grow way faster than I've, all the I've, other trees. One giant tree. Yeah. <laughs> and then when Val's older, you can be like, hey. You know why that tree's so much taller? You'd be like, oh, why, Dad? Because I pooped in it. Because I took a shit in it. Yeah. 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 Oh. I, th- that's how it works, right? Like, that's how... Yeah, well, yeah. I've, I've got something. I, this is this is how it works. I'm no botanist, but I'm sure that's how that works. I know how this works. Okay. Go to FusionGamingOnline.com. Ah, yes. You buy all the stuff that you're going to buy anyways, yep. but this way, you get a discount. Right. At checkout... You use promo code CCO Spring. Mm-hmm. Get five percent off. Yeah, that's right. Spending more than a hundred bucks. Yep. CCO perks. Want to activate both codes? Activate both codes. Mm-hmm. You want to activate both codes buying stuff that's already on sale because of their deal of the week? Mm-hmm. You can do that too. Yeah. And it'll let Fusion know that their boys uh We're doing a good job. Doing them a solid. And we're trying we're trying real hard. Yeah. So Last we're, week. We're trying almost as hard as editor Joe, who works really hard to make us look good on the internet oh, every yeah. week. And everybody should probably just take the time to appreciate that by going over to YouTube and watching it and subscribing to the channel because it's awesome. And pretty soon, we haven't forgotten our promise for explosions. Ryan might be trying to back out of it because he doesn't want me to blow up his house. And I don't want to blow up his house either. But you know what? We're going to figure out a way of blowing something up because we promised... And we ain't bitches. Yeah. We're explosion people. Is, explosion is yes, and we're yeah. gonna we're it's gonna happen, and it's gonna be amazing. Couple other things, couple other podcasting business pieces. Okay, we also haven't forgot about our three thousand sub giveaway. I right. wasn't gonna bring it up until we kicked it off, but we we hit over three thousand subs, so thank you. Yay. Should be everybody else who watches who isn't should be subscribed because we'd be at six thousand subs. Forty percent of who uh, who watches us aren't subscribed. And why? <laughs> it's, it costs you nothing. But when we go to the Fusion Five K July 9th in Winnipeg, you should come and see us there. We're gonna get all the giveaway stuff, and yes. then after that is when we're gonna do the giveaway. One of the things that might be given away is a lock of hair. Or a molar tooth from one of the people at Fusion that I will remove from them until they follow me on Twitter. Gross. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gross. Mm -hmm. Other podcasts. They think I'm going out there for a visit. No, this is this is business, and it's personal ass business. Okay, I know what goes on in Winnipeg. Everybody gets beat with a cue ball and a sock there. That's just how it works. So when I show up with my cue ball and sock, there will be no questions asked. 
None of them. And then I'll have a necklace made of teeth, maybe got an ear on it or something. It's going to be awesome. Gross. Yeah. So if you want fucking weird bodily fluid prizes, don't Google that. I'm your boy. Mm-hmm. Other podcasting business? Other podcasting business. We forgot to do the giveaway last week. Ah, shit. Yeah, and because we're doing two episodes in a row, I don't have another winner picked. Oh, no. So, if you watch our pre-show every week before the show, except for this week, apparently, (laughs) you can enter the booster pack game. Yes. You guess the commander that we're giving hints to, or you do the little things in the comments that we ask you to do, and that'll get you entered in to win a stinky old booster pack from my onion bag of booster packs, Mm -hmm. a CCO token pack, which people seem to like, Mm -hmm. or a CCO sticker pack. Which people also like. Yes. People love stickers. Stickers yeah. are awesome. Stickers, I'm, patches, yeah. and pins. I yeah. guess those are the the things that people like put on their backpacks and deck boxes and stuff. And we've never done pins or patches because stickers seem a little bit more universal. Yeah. We have one patch that that uh, Fu Steven made for me oh, that yes. I put on my magic bag, and I'm very very proud of. Yeah. So, but that that's like a one off thing that 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 Steven made for me. You could check out his Etsy store. If you want to, maybe we'll have a link for it. We'll yeah, find yeah, yeah. We uh, can, we can do that. Yeah, he makes fantastic stuff, and support him if you can. Dang it, Brandon! Now I gotta remember how to remember to do that. Well, fucking guy, hey, we're supporting our our homies, members of the nation. We're supporting each other. Yeah, we're gonna be staying with them in uh, CCO Mountain View Penthouse. Oh my god, I'm so excited! When to see we go again. to Command Fest Bellevue, we can talk about that with a little bit more oomph now because Vegas is over and Richmond is over, and I haven't even been on Twitter because I don't want to see anybody posting. <laughs> from there because I'm so jealous and I got such bad FOMO when I can't go to a Magic Fest, especially in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, the feeling of, it's real. It's yeah, real. I really wanted those tacos and that would be my only opportunity possibly ever again to to beat Max Crendell with a lead pipe. Yeah, he was there. I He's know. not going to Bellevue. Nope. What really? a, f- no. it's fine. You yeah. know what? It's fine. It's we're fine, even, Max. We're not even going to. We didn't want to see you anyway. Yeah. That's right. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Mountain View Penthouse is going to be fantastic. We'll see everybody July 22 to 25 is when we're going to be there. Yeah. And f- it's going to be super fun. Okay, that was Fusion 5K. We talked yep. about that. Yep. July 9th. Yep. July 22 to 5 is Command Fest Bellevue. Mm-hmm. June 25, that's coming up real quick. Yes. Yeah, like, has it happened already? Uh, I don't think so, but maybe. That's the regional qualifier in Calgary, and we're going to be there jamming Commander. Is there going to be other people there with us? Members of the nation of the dude bro community? Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. We're going to be there. That's June 25. We're going for a one-day trip because it's like driving distance. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Calgary's fun. Yeah, meet us there. Come come hang out. We'll give you some stuff. We'll play some games, and, and it'll be a great time. Final piece of business. Okay. The winner from last week. Right. That's what started this whole thing. Yes. Probably real name? Andy Stalker. But maybe not real name. That doesn't sound like a real name. Mm. No. I don't know. It's spelt not like stalker. Like it's it's spelt like... Anyways. Like with, like with a zero instead of an O? <laughs> In true YouTube fashion. <laughs> no. A no, three no. instead of an E? Yep. Andy Stalker, you get at us, commandercookout at gmail.com. You let us know your address in the email, and if you want a booster pack, sticker pack, or token pack, and, and we'll send and, we'll send you the appropriate thing. And, of course, honor system, don't f*** it up for everybody, okay? What he said. Yeah. Yep. We're trusting you guys here. Yeah. What are we going to talk about today, Ron? Backgrounds. Backgrounds. So I saw these and wished to high heaven that you could just, like, pair a background with, with anything. Oh, my God. That would... Destroy the game. That would probably be too good. Yeah. Because people would just take all the best commanders that they already play the most of. Yeah. And make them better with another card in the command zone. Yeah. I would love to have Omnath, Locus of Rage, just have a sack outlet in the command zone. That would be amazing. Yes. Yes. Especially if that sack outlet was a goblin bombardment, essentially. That would be real good. Yes. So a background is a legendary enchantment, which is, I think, is a nice touch. They made them legendary. Yes. And it, it is relevant. Yes. They're legendary enchantments that exist in your command zone if your commander has choose a background. Right. But if your commander doesn't have choose a background, they all say something like this. Legendary enchantment background, commander creatures you control or you own have. Something, something, something. Yes. Yes. Of note, commander creatures you own 
Yeah. So if you gain control of somebody else's commander, you don't get the background benefit. That's right, because they're different people. But if somebody else gains control of yours, they do. Mm -hmm. What? Because you still own the creature. Oh! Yeah, so like if you have the, the one where it's a 10-10 by default, and somebody mind controls your commander, there's still a 10-10, because you still own that card. Dang! Yeah. That was next level. Yeah. I thought I was going to next level you. Too late. I'm <laughs> way ahead of you, man. I did lots of thinking about this, and I'm like, man, this is a bad deck. So... Bad deck. Last week, we talked about having a potential disagreement, and we're going to see if we can come out the other side and still be friends. <sighs> Tall order. Tall order. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with, like, having them in the command zone with a commander, or do you want to start by talking about having them in the 99? I like having them in the command zone. Yeah. I, I like that. I like how they took the partner mechanic... And, and sidestepped around yeah, it. And rather than giving us a friends forever kind of like a just a, another name for partner, but only with these specific yeah, dudes. Yeah, yeah, I don't doing like that. that. They just did something different. It's like, here's an enchantment. Here's what the enchantment is. It's something about your commander character that they have done in their past adventuring life. Yep. Here's something neat. Plus, it lets you add the colors, which is what the mecha what mechanically they're supposed to do because it's a draft format. I'm using the air quotes unless you're watching on YouTube and you can see me doing it. I think that's cool. I like that because you yep. can make a mono red, mono green, mono blue deck and then add white or black or whatever. Whatever right? other color, yeah. So mm -hmm. that's, that's the first thing that yeah. I saw people online being confused about. Yes, they contribute to your commander's color identity. So mm -hmm. it's it's in addition to whatever color it is. It's not like if you're playing a white commander, you have to have a white background. Right. Yeah. So I dig that. I like that. I like how that they, they did that. And that's and why like... people play partners, right? Like, right. Like Tana the Bloodsore. It's just like yeah. people play that one so they can have access to red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... in their Thrasios deck And or she's the red one that's good. Yeah. So... There you go. I play Tana because she's fucking awesome. She's actually the worst partner commander, I think. <laughs> oh man, have you ever seen compared to Thrasios and Timna? Compared people to people play Tim and Timna and Tana just so they can get like mm. red instead of. Anyways, whatever. Any not what we're talking about. Anyhow, I think she's very good. Anyway, the point that I'm trying to make here is once you start putting them into the 99, they're fine. But yeah. if, you, if you're gonna build the background deck, I think that you're building the worst kind of meme deck because your deck not be because i don't super like meme decks all the time i don't see I'm, i said that just to get them going because the, the deck isn't gonna work <laughs> i looked through this and let's say you play let's just say you play all the backgrounds yeah let's just say you do that like so, five five color commandy five color all commander, backgrounds all backgrounds all the 30 time. of them horde of notion 30 backgrounds what's your deck gonna do it's gonna want to play dragons and sacrifice artifacts and have oh, a... Oh, yeah. Do you just play like a five-color dragon? Because some of the backgrounds are specific to dragons, Yeah, there's right? two specific dragon ones. They're the only tribe ones that are specific. But there's lots of them that mean make your other creatures do stuff. So now you have to play other creatures mm. that I guess are dragons or changelings. Mm. Good. And then you have to have a bunch of them because some of them say you have to sack creatures. Some of them rely on you sacking creatures so you have to have like a token theme going on there. There's other ones that want you to sack artifacts. You have to have a way of making a bunch of artifacts. So you probably have a clue or treasure or food sub theme in there as well. And you just end up with this mishmashed, ridiculous deck that doesn't, it does literally nothing as soon as your commander's dead because mm. these only impact your commander. And if somebody takes your commander, all of your hard work is now theirs. Mm. So this, is, this isn't my argument against that, but th uh, this is maybe in addition to or also. Oh, yeah. Pile the dirt on. Make my argument for fuck me. Fucking pile it on. If you made the background deck, that's kind of like making a Voltron deck. Which sure. don't really, and and they do, they do exist still, but they don't really exist like they used to, let's yeah. say 10 years ago. Yeah, they're not the same. Those same kind of Voltron battle cruiser things. They don't really. I'm thinking like Earl the Miststalker, Rafika the Many, yeah. uh, that kind of stuff. You can still do it, mm -hmm. but you got to have, I have a Tana Voltron deck, oddly enough. Yeah, and funny. it has the go wide strategy. Once I've done that quick shock kill. Now my deck is doing its other thing. You got to switch because people wise up. Exactly. Yeah, so once yeah, people yeah, yeah. figure me out, I've got a deck that still functions. And those decks have kind of morphed into a very 
or morphed from a very high density of kill you quickly type things to a very high density of protect my Voltron commander because people wise up. Yeah. People wise up before the game even starts. Yeah, they look. Right? Well, you play your first two cards and people get you. No, fuck out, that. Right? They look at your commander. And if you say I'm playing, even if you're doing the the, the stupid rule zero. Oh, don't worry. It's just backgrounds. Everybody's gonna laugh at you because it's like, ah, your deck sucks. I don't have to worry about you. Good. Now, I think. Now, don't don't uh, confuse that with don't play backgrounds in the ninety nine of your deck because lots of these are pretty cool. Lots looking, of them are good. And Agent of the Iron Throne is is really good if you're playing a aristocrats style yep, deck. Yep. Give that one a read. Give us an example okay. of one that goes in the ninety nine. Agent of Iron Throne is a background for black two. Commander creatures you own have whenever an artifact or creature you control eats shit or goes to the graveyard, each opponent loses a life. That goes in Aristocrat's decks because your commander gains that ability. Yeah. That's like that's like saying this card says that, but you get to keep this card if your commander dies. Yeah. Now, it doesn't exactly say that because you don't keep that effect if your commander dies, but you don't have to redeploy this effect if your commander dies because right. it just stays there. Yeah, you just play your commander and, again and enchant it's gone. enchantments are harder to kill usually than creatures. Truth. So they do have their merit, and there are there's 30 of them total. A, a, a bunch of them are pretty good. There are some very good ones. And without here's the, here's the thing that that I'm I'm trying to juxtapose or struggling with is I don't think that there's any that I would put into any current decks that I have but mm -hmm. if I made the background deck there's a bunch that I would that I know would be really good now are we talking the background deck that I just described or are we no. talking about the deck where you've picked a background commander that has a background we're talking about neither oh shit and I'll I'll tell you uh, this is what I think in rebuttal, I guess. Okay. I wouldn't choose a five color and just put all 30 backgrounds in it. Though, if you did, just hear me out, 30 backgrounds, 30 extra cards, probably mana, ramp, removal, and and card draw, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. Commander. That, that, gives, that puts me at like 61 or two cards. Right. I'd still have all the room that the deck needs for land, plus a couple other cards. Plus some swords. Plus some swords or whatever. Because you're playing a Voltron deck, so you play swords. Yeah. So, theoretically, one could do that. Though, I don't think that that's the no. best way to do it. No. I'll give you an example of what I would do. Okay. And and is this a background deck or is it not? I don't know. Yeah, it can't be another type of deck with just a bunch of backgrounds in it. Oh, well, that's what the background deck is. Right? So, it's still a background deck. If I said I'm playing Tuvasa Backgrounds... Right? So Tuvasa the Sunlit is Bant for a 1 1 Merfolk Shaman. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tuvasa gets plus one, plus one for each enchantment you control. Sure. Okay. So I'm playing backgrounds already. Yeah. Pretty cool. And I can ramp with enchantments like Marari's Wake and Wild Growth and Utopia Sprawl, things right. like that. Right. Things that go in Enchantress decks, anyways. Right. Right. Whenever you cast your first enchantment spell, each turn, draw a card. Sure. So she's also an enchantress. Right. Right? So I'm playing the enchantment ramp. I'm playing backgrounds. We'll talk about which one specifically in a minute. And I'm playing all the enchantress ca cards yeah. that are in those three colors. Mm -hmm. And then the couple kind of clone enchantments that are in blue. Sure. So is it an enchantress deck? Is it a Voltron deck? Is it a background deck? Or or could we just call it all three? Yes. We just call it all three, yeah. right? It's all the decks. And... If, if I say it's a Tuvasa deck, people are thinking like Enchantress decks that beat, yeah. right? If I call it Tuvasa background, they're thinking, oh, it's an Enchantress deck that beats, right? <laughs> if I say Tuvasa Enchantress aggro, you're still thinking the yeah. same thing, yes. right? So is it a background deck? I don't know if it is. Is it an Enchantress deck? Yeah, kind it's of just it a, is. It's a lower powered Enchantress deck. It probably is. Or... Even if it's not, if the power level is still high, because it's probably still a deck that goes very fast, yeah. it's it's an Enchantress deck that might not have as much long game because it suffers from Edgro, Edgro, <laughs> Edgro and Voltron problems. Yes, which, which I'm are, totally okay with because that's yeah. kind of high risk, high reward. Yeah, and they're both essentially the same problem. Yeah, which once you get nuked back to the Stone Age, it takes a long time to come back. Yes, and you know what? 
I'm going to throw this out here too, and and I think that you would agree with this. Hit me. If I get to do the thing, right, right, the thing is, you know, make Tuvasa ten ten and then give her double strike because backgrounds will do that. Yeah. And I get to maybe attack and maybe they block, maybe they remove her, maybe they wrath, and I'm back in the Stone Age. Mm-hmm. I still got to do the thing. Yeah, you still did your thing. I'm still hanging out with some friends. Yeah. Probably going to drink more beer now than if I was actively really engaged. Yeah. All of those things are okay. Nothing wrong with any of that stuff. Cool. Okay, so we switched over some to, to some cards. If you're watching on YouTube, I've got a few things that are going to back up my Tuvasa theory. Okay. My Tuvasa deck that I think are really freaking good. Okay. Okay. Now, I know this is a six drop card, so it doesn't really fit into like curving out one, two, three, four on your Tuvasa curve. I know that. But this is raised by giants. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... Green, five, background, commander creatures you own have base power and toughness, one, one, and are giants in addition to their other types. Ten, ten. Oh, is that, what did I say? Yeah, base power. You said one, one. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's ten, which is one, zero, slash one, zero. Ten, yes. ten. Yes, yes, yes. Ten times as big as I said. Yes. <laughs> base power and toughness, ten, ten. And then you would put a plus one, plus one counter on Tuvasa because you cast an enchantment. Yes. So she'd be an 11, 11. Right. Cool. Yeah, now, that's pretty good. let me continue. If then I have also Flaming Fist, which is the most <laughs> CCO name in the entire set. Yeah, absolutely it is. Commander creatures you own have, whenever this creature attacks, it gains double strike until end of turn. With those two enchantments, your Tuvasa is now a one-hit kill. Yes. And I would maybe cast this before or whatever, like this on turn two or four, Tuvasa on three. If I got some stout ramp of the enchantment variety, I might have that that raised by giants like out on turn four. Sure. I mean, that's pretty good. And I'll I'll give you this. I'll give you this. One kind of neat thing about this is in a lot of Voltron strategies, you load up your dude with a bunch of stuff. Your guy eats it. All that stuff goes to the graveyard. Now you got to do a bunch of work to get it back. Yes. Whereas with backgrounds, you've got to, they're kind of, do nothing cards that sort of feel bad to remove because you can just kill the creature that it's affecting and now they don't do anything. Yes. But at the same token, once you've played the commander again, now all these damn enchantments are doing their thing again. Yes. You've got to get the raised by giants to stop Tuvasa from being a 10 10. Yes. And it's like, which, what do you kill? Do you kill the giant commander that's trying to get you or do you kill the thing that's making her big, even though she's still going to kind of get you? I think that that raises some really cool game theory and gameplay scenarios and questions. I think that these are at their best with commanders that cost two or three yep. because they are all active again when you cast your commander a second time for four or for five yeah, and then again for six or seven. Mm-hmm. That's really good. It's not bad. I think that they make politicking when you're talking about this aggro kind of Voltron scenario that I'm crafting. Right. They make politicking so important. I'm going to leave that to Vasa because I don't think it's going to come to me or if it does... I've got this path to exile in my hand or whatever that I'm not going to cast. I'm just going to let them know that I have it or I'm going to bluff that I have it and then they won't attack me. And And then they do and then you actually do have it. And yeah, well, yeah. And then if they do, what's the worst that can happen? They've spent like 10 mana and a card and I'm spending one mana and a card and they're getting nothing for it. Yeah. Right. I mean that, I mean that speaks to path to exile more than two Vasa backgrounds. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But here's another one. Here's another one. Commander creatures you own. Oh, this is Hardy Outlander. Okay. So if Tuvasa climbs up out of the out of the ocean and is climbing trees now. Commander creatures you own have whenever this creature attacks a player, if no other player has more life than that player, another target creature you control gets plus X plus X until end of turn where X is this creature's power. So you can make a bigger co-beater. Yes. Now, if my co-beater happens to be a Glistener Elf... And, yeah. <laughs> my, and my Tuvasa has a Raised by Giants on it. <laughs> One hit, baby. Yeah. What if I'm playing Colossal Hammer? And in white, the artifact tutors and Stoneforge mystics and stuff that just put the artifact into play and equip for free. Yeah. Right? Stone Hewer Giant, and I get the Colossal Hammer, and now all of a sudden, 2020. Don't yeah. even need double strike background. Right? Yeah. So all these kinds of things just lean into... Backgrounds just being fun, quirky, political game changers, I guess. Sure. And when you can spread them out across, 
you know, Steel Shaper's Gift, Stone Hewer Giant, Glistener Elf. Now I'm playing fucking Voltron Infect, right? <laughs> I don't know. Like, what does that say about me? But I could potentially kind of come up with a go-wide strategy. There's another one here. Inspiring Leader. This is one that you liked. Commander creatures you own have... Creature tokens you control get plus two, plus two. That's a cool one. That's a cool one. I like that one. You could play that in, I know that your Tana deck doesn't include white, but if you partnered her with somebody who had white, you yeah. could put this in the 99, and then all of a sudden, both of your commanders have creatures you control have plus two, plus two. Yeah. So all your creatures actually get plus four, plus four. Yes. I, who was it that pointed that out? Somebody pointed that out to me. I was like, holy shit. They You're get, right. They, some of them get twice as good. Yeah. Like that one gives all your creatures plus four, plus four when you have two commanders. Yeah. So there are scenarios where they're good in bunches. There are scenarios where they're good when you already have partner. <laughs> right? Here's background. We just said they, they put background in to not like further break the partner mechanic. <laughs> and then the partner yeah. mechanic is so good it takes this kind of marginal half measure and just yeah, makes yeah, it yeah, just yeah. so good one partner is like holding somebody down the other partner is taking a shit right on somebody's chest yes. and that shit is a, a background yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you you were thinking about um some in commanders my, that have choose a background right in, in my head i was thinking which of these is my favorite and i think we talked about it on our legendary creature reviewer i really like carlac fury of avernus yeah that's the five four for five when it attacks if it's the first combat phase you untap all your stuff give your dudes first strike and then you get an additional attack step yeah choose a background i'm thinking okay well how does my deck change based on the backgrounds that i've picked yeah and i mean because that's mono red right now okay, so instead of doing mono red infinite attack steps which is probably done better by what who morag or whatever like there's yeah. a deck that kind of does that a little better i could use this and add black with haunted one which is an uh, a background obviously commander creatures you own have whenever this creature becomes tapped it and other creatures you control that share creature type with it get plus two plus O and undying until end of turn so, oh so t when you tap to attack with your combat steps they get bigger. So I can play, I guess, maybe not tieflings, but I can play barbarians. Oh, yeah, play some, some little bits of cold eyes in there. Right, like there's there's definitely a reason why she's not a devil warrior. Oh, yeah. Right? Cause that, devil tokens. Yeah. And I don't want to say that they, they cut us off at the pass there, but they kind of did. Whenever a spell... Oh, and, sorry, I was reading a different one, yeah. sorry. And so, of course, since Haunted One says that every time it attacks, you get your additional combat step. That means every time you attack, your dudes are going to get four on the second attack step and they'll already have first strike so you've got a really good rakdos attacky attacky tiefling slash barbarian tribal deck which i think would be really cool yep it should be lots of fun i do like that we talked about inspiring leader that's the plus two plus two to your creatures now you're playing kind of boros attacky attack but now you're doing the attacky attacky attack because you're attacking twice every turn Ooh. which instantly makes your typical boros deck Twice as good. There you go. Right? So what if we add Sword Coast Sailor? Now we're adding blue. Commander creatures have, whenever this creature attacks a player, if that if no opponent has more life than that player, this creature can't be blocked. Oh, yeah, that will go in the Tuvasa one, too. I forgot about that one. <laughs> For the exact same reason, because now we can kind of Voltron up our commander a little bit. Yep. Swing at the biggest life total person, make the creature unblockable, and just murk them with commander damage. Just kill them outright. Yeah. Because you can't block it. By, by accident. Not yeah. not on purpose like I was doing. Yeah. On accident because you're just hitting them every turn. Yeah, because you're just slapping the shit out of them. Oh, I guess you can't hit them every turn because their life will go down. Yeah. And but if you're playing some kind of maybe maybe burn deck, maybe you like you hit them once for 10 and now they don't have the most life, but you go like Comet Storm, you and you, like not the yeah. person you're attacking, knock the their life down one point less than the person that you already hit for 10 or 11. You hit him again for 11. Or since you have your, your other attack step, you just kill somebody else. Just 21, the person with the highest life total, untap everything, do it again. Oh, yeah. Why yep. not? Yep, 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 yep. You know what I, one of my favorite things about all these is? Is they all, except for Raised by Giants, they all cost like one, two, or three mana. Yeah, there aren't very many really expensive Like ones. Dragon Cultist costs five, that's... At the beginning of your end step, if a source you control deals five damage 
this turn, you create a 4-4 red dragon token with flying. It's fine, I guess. That would be good in Perforos decks. Yeah. Because Perforos would always deal that much damage. Absolutely. And then you get a token, thus dealing more damage. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Uh, hey, so if you play Perforos with Torbrand in it, oh. you need to have like two guys ETB, then you get another guy, and then he's going to deal four when he comes in. Become F. Maybe I should get one of those and put it in my Torbrand deck. Hey, I'm telling you, man, it's good. Yeah, it's not too bad. That's good stuff. But, so I guess just like the theory crafting of a, of a deck, you can have a deck that kind of does the same thing, but in a bunch of different ways using these backgrounds, which I think is what they were initially intended to do. But I think in action, you're going to see some kind of neat stuff that maybe you didn't think about at first, but it's going to give you the opportunity to do like the mono red thing, but with black or with blue or with green. And I am a big fan of doing that. Man, I'm a big fan of playing just janky stupid stuff okay you know back in the day like a hundred years ago <laughs> i played rorik's blade wing right oh yeah oh yeah haste dragon six five flying six five flying haste all flavor text baby <laughs> that's what he did yep dragon kind of tribal voltron extra attacks double damage double strike that kind of stuff right pretty cool yep. that deck with tavern brawler <laughs> that's my background baby red two Commander creatures you own have at the beginning of your upkeep. Exile the top card of your library. This creature gets plus X plus O until end of turn where X is that spell's mana value. That card's mana value. So I was thinking of anything that's got like a crazy high mana cost for what it does. And the first thing that came to mind was like... Draco. Draco, that's a talkthon worm. A talkthon worm. I was thinking of Force of Will, Earthquake Dragon, Earthquake. Dra oh yeah, that's the new one. I yeah, think yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I think he's the new. This costs the most one, right? Ah, uh, yeah, probably. I was thinking of oh, what the heck was I thinking of? Don't know. You have to tell me. I know. I was actually thinking about like maybe green because if you if you don't exile the card to make your commander bigger, you want to be able to cast all these big bigs. Yeah. Right? And the oh that dinosaur that costs twelve but it costs way less. Yeah. So your dude, Galta? Galta? Yeah, your dude gets giant from the Galta and then you can play Galta for two because Galta made your commander so big. Yep. Yeah. yeah now yeah, that's yeah, yeah. a there's a combo. The card I was thinking of was Blazing Shoal. Blazing Shoal kind of acts like Tavern Brawler, where it's red, red, X, and you remove an, a, a red card, like you exile a red card from your hand to pay X. Yeah. So if the red card in my hand, because I drew it, was like an eight drop, like a Avatar of Slaughter. There's yeah, one. there's a good there's one. There's one. Avatar of Slaughter is X equals eight, but it only costs red, red. So I'm giving my commander plus eight, plus O until end of turn, and it... it just lets me do the thing that I'm already doing. It, it gives me redundancy in the command zone of what I'm already doing. It blazing shoals your whole library. And then a, a bunch of stuff that lets us manipulate is is going to play right into this strategy. There's like Seer's Lantern lets you scry and Sensei's Divining Top, Scroll Rack. Like everybody knows those cards are good. Yeah. But they're even better when I can put the Soul Ring on turn 10 on the bottom of my library and... Ooh, there's a 10 drop. I'll attack, reveal my guy, boom, you, you die. Mm-hmm. So just an example of, of how they fit in. I've got like Scion of Hollister. Hollister? Is that a place? Hollister. It's a, it's a god, I believe. Scion of Hollister is the first time, the commander creatures you own have, the first time you would draw a card each turn, instead look at the top two cards of your library, put one of them into your graveyard, and put the other on the top of your library, then draw a card. That's like Nekuzar deck's new best friend, because you get to put stuff into your graveyard, and it gives you card selection. That's, that's a good-ass card. That's like... That's kind of neat, yeah. Is that, what is it, Surveil? No. No, what's uh, what's the one where you scry, but you can scry to your graveyard? Uh, That's got to be Surveil. I don't think. Is it Surveil? It might be. It's got the E Honda 100 hand slap demon guy, whose name I also don't God remember. dang, we suck. We're terrible with this. We're the worst match at the gathering content creating creators of all time. Oh, man. If only we looked at our phone constantly when we were I know. Recording. Instead of just trying to use our minds, we suck. But yes, I see what you're saying. It gives you the 
the the option to to select cards, and it's got a cool picture on it. The guy's pouring some like acid poison shit onto one of those like swinging axe blades. Swingy that come down, swingy cutty things where they swing back and forth and they like cut you. Yeah, what guillot- are those things called? Guillotines, I think. No, guillotines are the ones that come no. down and chop your neck. Uh, I used to know the name of those, but I maybe I, it says I, in the flavor text. Pendulums, like pit in the pendulum, swings back and forth. Well, yeah, it's anything you. that swings back and forth is a pendulum. Pendulum though. blade. Pendulum blade, yes. That's Did it. like a compound word, yeah. You know which one I really like? Like a lot, a lot? Shameless charlatan. Shameless charlatan. That so, sounds like a creature. I know, but it sounds like a clone. But get this, get this. Shameless charlatan turns your commander into a clone. And you know how much I like clones? Blue, blue one and commander creatures you own have. Blue two, this creature becomes a copy of another target creature. Oh, man. So if your commander's how? ever outclassed by something just dope, just... Turn them into that creature. Neat. Do you just play this in clone.deck? Do you just play like Jasmine Boreal? All <laughs> flavor text and you just play this one in that deck? Oh, man. There's a rule zero I think people could get behind. Hey? Jasmine Boreal and freaking Shameless Charlatan? Yeah. Next one that sounds like a creature, Street Urchin. This is the sacrifice outlet that you were talking about, right? Yep. Commander creatures you own have one. Sacrifice another creature or an artifact. Hey, what's mm. going on with that? This creature deals one damage to any target. So your commander is dealing that damage, which I think is interesting. Which is, well, I mean, if you tainted strike or whatever your dude. Ooh, right? like, that's good. All kinds of greaseball shit you can do with that. Hey. Yeah. And, and if you go back to yesterday, we were talking about I can the, put that in Dye's Tribal, Lord of Tressorhorn. Yeah. I'm already playing all the infect stuff. Do it. And I want my guys to die. There you go. I hate my guys. Want them dead? Yeah, they're stupid. Yeah. They're the worst guys. Sacrifice them, kill them all. We were talking yesterday about playing cards from exile. Yep. We got a background passionate archaeologist. Also costs two. Whenever you would cast a spell from exile, this creature deals damage equal to that spell's mana cost to target opponent. That's pretty Ooh, cool. Damage equal to the spell's mana cost. Like, that's pretty cool. So now while the you're- card draws, the card draws, and the and the rituals I was talking about uh, last week. Yeah, now they're damaging. Now they're doing Ooh, damage. Oh, that's freaking good. You pair that right? with like all the guys, like the gutter snipe type guys. Yep. Then you just you have like such a huge density of gutter snipe type effects. Yep. You're sniping from the gutters and milling at the same time. Oh. Like some of these are really cool and they really, and some of them are just generally good. Like we have another white card draw spell in Folk Hero where when you play something that shares a creature type with your commandy, draw a card once a turn, but still it's there. I wish, yeah, this was in the, this is one of the backgrounds that comes in the party deck. Party time that we talked about last week. And this is the one that, if anybody said, oh, yeah, this blue card, if it was blue, they'd be like, oh, yeah, why does blue get this? Yeah. And and I wish it was blue, though. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. You wish all the tribal stuff was blue, though. That's yeah, just... I'm, I'm biased. And it's yeah. not like I don't... Uh, I don't appreciate when white gets all the all the good cards and searching stuff. Remember on our top five and five for the end of 2021 was white, the color white. Yeah, the color white was just the best thing. And we're let's say we're halfway through the year. 2022 this is june yep probably still june when this comes out we have we seen have we seen that for white again is has white caught up as it crawled out of the gutter we talked about this a couple weeks ago right where you thought that blue was the worst monocolor now mm-hmm. do do these backgrounds help that no oh no like they the, don't move the needle enough i think if you look at the the color distribution and what all of the different ones do i think that overall the blue ones m- m- might be the worst Maybe. Like, Candle keeps Sages good, like Commander Creatures coming in or leaving, you draw a card, that's... Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's cool. Sack an Artifact, draw a card, put a counter on. Draw draw a card. The dungeon, that's a freaking good one. Dungeons trigger both times, like... That's a good one. It's Like, there's lots of stuff they do, but they just don't feel as sick, I guess? I don't know. I don't know. I guess, I guess, the for however good draw a card is, like... One of the best three words in magic, right? To staple onto something, kind of feels a little bit boring. Yeah, and I don't want to. <sighs> if you're one of those value farmers that just loves to draw cards, and all of your cards say "draw a card" on them, yeah. Cool. At the same time, though, like if you if you just have draw a card on something or staple it on, 
sure, fine. It kind of feels boring, but at the same time, I, I also don't like cards with 58 lines of text. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. I, I want my cake and I want to eat. I, I don't want you to have cake and I don't want you to eat it too, is, is what that feels like to me. Because having my cake and eating it too would be all the blue cards say draw card and liking cards with 58 lines of text on them. And I, I don't feel like either of those is like what I want. There's a happy medium between those things too. Like blue can do other stuff besides draw cards. Yeah. And if you look at these things, do are they doing that? I don't think they are. Sure, they have one that makes a like a dragon for whatever fucking reason. Blue's making dragons now. Yeah. But like they all kind of just signify draw a card. When you look at the dungeon abilities trigger an additional time. What's the one that you're the most excited about? The one that draw give, a card. Yeah. The one and the one that gives you like treasures. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's. I don't know. Like they're just not getting the. Le- I mean, what are you drawing to? What's what's the you're drawing to a psych rift or a counter spell or a combo piece? Yeah, I don't know. I right? think I think I, think, I think for me the blue ones they just feel they feel there's the, underwhelming to the me. most bland. Yeah, yeah, and and they feel like they just go in the ninety nine the most without, like I said, without moving the needle at they're, all. They're they're just value cards, and yeah. then people who like value, you can have all the value that you want, but I. We'll argue now, and I have argued before, and I will argue for a long time. I think the quality of card now is high enough now where instead of trying to draw to a particular thing, you can just play something awesome. Ooh. You know what I mean? That's kind of, that's an inter- that's an interesting thought to expand on. Like instead of drawing something that's like, oh, this will draw me into that thing that I want, I'll just play more things that you want, and then you, you're playing things. Ooh, that would be interesting. Yeah. Get what you want what if, the first what if, time. What if because things are so good, people run more removal? I deploy all my things that get removed and I can't fill my hand up. Is the is the argument? Of course. Yeah, yeah but I mean that's So that's that you're not saying re- run zero card draw, you're just saying run more good things, run yeah. more threats. Run good things along with your card draw, right? Like don't focus so much on yeah. that value because that also makes your deck feel real samey. We've talked about that on the show too where if your deck's all drawing cards, your deck, it will get samey after a while because yeah. you're just trying to draw the same five, six cards over and yeah, over Yeah, it's, it's like when you when you fill your deck with tutors and cantrips. Right? Yeah. yeah. You end up doing the same thing every game. And again, if that's your deal, do it. You know what? Now yeah. that I think about it, I was going to say of all the different colored backgrounds, I think the blue ones feel the most bland and samey, but there's one that works best with blink dot deck, which is probably going to include white. That's Candlekeep Sage. Mm-hmm. Then there's one that draws you cards for sacrificing an artifact. That's Clan Crafter. Probably works the best in an Is It deck. Yeah. Right? And then there's the Dungeon one, and that's going to go in the 99 of the Esper Dungeon card from right. the, from the, the previous the Forgotten Realms. Previous Forgotten Realms. There's the Clone one, which is probably the most blue feeling one. Just just awesome. And then I there, like there's that one. Sword Coast Sailor, yeah, we which talked about that one. goes in Agro decks. Yeah. <laughs> and then the only other blue one is the uh, Feywild Visitor. That's the dragon one. Yeah. It goes in fucking dragon deck, yeah. which probably isn't base blue. Yeah, so, all, <laughs> so, so I guess I guess we're okay. Remember when we used to say white is like the best support color because you add white and you get all these really great things, but white on its own isn't the color that your deck is probably going to be primarily. Here's here's blue doing that now. Here's the example in blue where they've given maybe a little bit more love to white in Flaming Fist, Folk Hero, Inspiring Leader. Um, is there any other really good white ones? Don't care. Noble Heritage is kind of neat, but it, I don't know if that's like a Noble Heritage. That's actually a that's a, a that's an ability from an advisor, but I don't remember what it's called. Uh, Orzov Advocist. Yeah, yeah. Where if if you pump your guy, you can't attack me, right? Correct. Yeah, you yeah. you get protection from the player, not just that creature, from the whole oh, player. Oh yeah, it's Orzov Advocist is, Plus, which is important because getting protection from players is sick. <laughs> Yeah, put that back in my Pramicon Advisors deck. Pramicon's got a background now, a noble one. <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool. So, I don't know. I had a deck in mind with the Tuvasa thing. You had it had a cu- in, in mind to put into decks, right? Yeah, yeah, I had a couple of like decks kind of in mind. If I was going to build one, I think if I'm going to build a deck from this, it's probably going to be the Grohl thing from last week. Yeah. It's probably the one that I end up putting together. But, I mean... the. I don't know. I think that I think we can all agree that 30 backgrounds in a deck would probably end up being a shitty deck. 
doesn't Probably. doesn't seem like it would be very powerful. No, it would even if you played partners. Yeah, I'd, unless there's some weird combo that we're missing when you have like two commanders that both say the same thing. Th- there probably is, but you know what? That's fine. Maybe you need a third thing, which actually would be a fourth thing because you need two commanders, a background, and something else. Yes, and and then, probably another background. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, well, this isn't even actually very powerful if it's a four-card synergy or combo, right? Yeah. So which is I, fine. But I think that adding them to single-color, mono-color decks to make them double-color decks is great. And yep. I think it adds a lot of design space that is really cool because I don't think a lot of the... Unlike the partners original ones at least the cards aren't designed to be generic they're designed to be pretty focused in this set at least so when you add the background to that you're actually adding an additional color to a monocolored commander yep, which yep, i think yep. is really cool and was really well done i guess is the best way to, to say it Do you but think- oh- but well, past that, I don't know if we're going to see this again. That's what I was just going to ask. Do you, do you think that we're going to either see background again when we go back to D&D land inevitably? Probably. Or, because it lets you... Because these aren't... I don't think these have broken the format yet. No. And because they didn't, I'll bet you they go back to it. You think that they'll go back to it like in pre-cons? Maybe. Or do they go back to it in main set? That'd be kind of neat if they went back to it in commander decks where you had like all the three built-in commanders in your deck. Like the three that the deck comes with. Right. Yeah. And they all have pick a background and then the deck has two or three backgrounds because that changes your deck from I have three commanders to I have I don't know exponentially more but nine or twelve or whatever. Yeah like each one of your commanders now has two different ways you can play the game. Three if you include without a background. Yep. That's pretty cool. I would like to see that. That'd be neat. Yeah. I would that would be a neat like gimmick for another the next set of commander decks they do. Do you think that they could make choose a background commanders two color or make backgrounds two color? Do you think or do you think that we're getting into too many colors? Now we're, can I think now we're into too many colors, do whatever you want kind of thing. I like the monocolor with monocolor myself. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I like it this way. I like a little bit of restriction in my building. Yeah, the more colors you get, the more you can just fucking do whatever you want and nah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's our opinion. That's our shtick. It's our thought on backgrounds. On backgrounds. I think they're cool. I like them. I think that they're neat. Yes, I think that I hope that they do come back to it because come Wild back is... to it. Ah, I remember what I was going to ask you. Ooh, I remember. Uh, okay, so remember when Theros came out and around our F and M, we saw a marked increase in Enchantress type decks. Yes. Do you think that we're going to see that kind of thing that where people are trying to do tr- trying to do the like the Tuvasa thing that I was talking about or the background deck? Do you think that this will temporarily I keep saying move the needle? I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. There's not enough incentive well, at least around our EDH and M. I haven't heard a lot of excitement about this set. I think probably cuz it's just not very powerful. Yeah, like nobody's think- talking about a card cards in this set because there's nothing like jeweled lotus in this set <laughs> yeah there's no hull breacher there's no opposition agent yeah there's yeah like it's there's kind no of apex a, devastator yeah it's just kind of a lower and there's no goddamn soul ring in it can't open them in packs makes me mad can't you open up soul ring extended art in boosty in it, collector boosty if you can i fucking didn't uh or you can only open up rares in extended art I think it's just rares. I mean, you could get the Sol Ring last time, but you could only get anything from a Commander deck exclusive. It's a whole I, thing. We're not doing the the flow chart of what you can open. Yeah, yeah, Goddamn yeah. Goddamn yeah, collector yeah. boosties here, but yeah, yeah. The fact is, if you can't open Sol Rings, it's goddamn hard. And I think that the Love Your LGS promo of the Sol Ring should have come out with Commander Legends because that's where you play Sol Ring, right? I suppose, like yeah. If you're going to spend 50 bucks at your local game store, which you should if you can, buy yourself some commander shit, get yourself a commander staple. Yeah. First time in old border, in foil. What art does it have again? The the, the regular ring the, one? Yes, yeah, the stupid ring the one. The Sonic ring one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a, I think should have done something. I'm going to not, you know what? I'm not going to complain about that again. I'm just, everybody knows I think they should do a different art every year or whatever for Sol Ring, but. Okay, I got you. I got you. Hit I got me. you something that you're going to like. Tell me. On Friday, July 1st, 
CCO Sidewalk Slam 2 comes out. Sidewalk Slam! Yes. Love that show. Yeah, yeah. So we're recording tomorrow. Ooh. And we are going to make Editor Tyler, we're going to chain him to his computer. Yep. And make him get it out. Yep. And it's going to be a ton of fun. Absolutely it is. We hope you all join us. Everybody seemed to like the last one. Yep. This one is going to be, it, it had the possibility based on the choices of decks that we could have played to be one of the shortest Magic the Gathering Commander games ever recorded. Yes. But yep. alas, uh, the people have spoken. Yep. And they didn't want the game to go that fast, it seems. Yep. And so we will be playing... Hey, Still don't, a fun don't, game. Oh yeah, I was no, gonna say I, don't don't spoil who yep, the commanders. No, are. we're not. We're gonna play a really fun game with a couple of really cool decks and yep. a couple of really good friends. And with luck, we're gonna entertain you guys, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So if anybody wants to get in on helping with with picking decks or strategies, or if if anybody has any design know how and wants mm-hmm. to be part of that, we've got all of those things set up. The infrastructure for all of that set up in our Discord, which you can get access to for becoming a Patreon supporter over at Patreon.com/slash CCO Podcast. If uh, if you like the show, if you want to support that way, that's great. If you want to tune in, watch. The the show on July 1st. That's Canada Day, Canada's birthday. Oh, yeah. And the 4th being the Monday, I assume, is a holiday in the land of the free mm-hmm. because that's Bald Eagle birthday. Right. And either way, you can grab a beer, shoot some fireworks off from your butt crack. Yeah, and... or down your butt crack, depending yes, on where you are. Yes. <laughs> Don't Google that. <laughs> no, it's happened. I've seen it. It's funny. Oh. It's hilarious. Don't actually do it, though. That kid, that kid was really hurt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, fireworks stories. Oh, they're the best. Hey. So that's that's coming up. We're, we'll mention it again next week. Don't forget about the pre-shows every Monday. You can win our stuff. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Final thought of the day on backgrounds and thank the business daddies. Backgrounds. We've talked about backgrounds. Everybody knows how we feel about it. FusionGamingOnline.com is our official business daddies. One day, I hope they will have FusionGamingOnline.com slash CCO podcast where you can go, but the store will be limited only to cards that we talk about all the time on the show. A Talkthon Worm, Brash Taunter, all the cards that we pick for our top fives and fives. That'd be so, we should talk to them about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm going to talk to them about that. That'd be pretty funny. But you can also go there, use CCO Spring promo code, get 5% off all the crap that you're going to buy anyway, be their background or not. Save a couple of bucks. And let them know that their association with Commander Cookout and CCO Nation is a good one, which it is because you're all good people out there. Thanks again for listening to us, and we're going to be back next week with another extra exciting episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!